Angela the blah 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 and <clears throat> I'm on my way to uh, to go visit my friends uh, they're leaving for an Alaskan cruise in the morning which will be super cool I haven't seen them in a while and um, <clears throat> it's kind of triggered some emotional stuff in me plus some music on the radio and just you know I don't know it's just been a great 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 day um, it seems like though at the end of those days that are awesome um, I, I just miss my family and um, I haven't been able to talk to Daniel since his birthday uh, which was about 12 days ago um, and uh, so yeah I, <clears throat> I mean he has money on his phone but I don't have any way to tell him that he has money on his phone without him calling me and if he doesn't know that he has money then he probably won't call so you see my dilemma <laughs> but um, anyways I'm just she lives right on the corner from my old neighborhood, and me and her that summer, she's the one who had her da the daughter that, you know, we were kind of worried about her daughter and my daughter, and <clears throat> and she was the person who was who got to the house uh, after my ex-husband, and she was also the person who had to, felt like she had to call me and tell me what had happened, even though I already knew, um, pretty much. Uh, um, so... She and I have a bond. I mean, don't get me wrong. She's one of my best friends and always has been and always will be. But she and I have that bond that um, because we went through that moment together. And that was excruciatingly hard for her and me too. Um, and I kept screaming at her on the phone, don't say it. Don't effing say it. I don't want you to say it. I already know. And she's like, Angela, I have to say it because it's real. And you need to know that. I was like, no no and I argued with her and I screamed at her and I just wanted her to stop talking and um because if maybe if she wasn't talking then it wasn't true but you know I just remember her saying the words and I just remember screaming I don't even remember if I hung up with her or if I hung up on her I don't I don't know I just remember driving down 190 screaming as loud and as hard as I could and crying I just it was the worst time to be by myself, but at the same time, I don't think it would have mattered, but I don't know, but I, I just remember how badly I wanted to drive off of that bridge, um, because I didn't want it to be true, and if I'd never saw it, then I'd never have to acknowledge it. I could just go, you know, still knowing I had two kids, and you know, just going with that, on that premise, and, and, you know, living in denial, whatever, whatever, um, but I have Daniel, and I had Daniel, and, you know, I didn't drive off the bridge, because I'm that, I'm, I'm, I, I, I wouldn't have been able, to, been able to handle the not knowing, uh, <laughs> I just, I just wanted my whole world to change right in that moment because I knew it was never ever going to be the same again and never and it hasn't been it absolutely hasn't been and it, it never will be you know I mean it just there's no way it can but I know that that was really hard for her and you know I, I just I don't know but I gotta dry up my tears because I'm almost here <laughs> I don't I'm trying to see her off and wish her well and and have fun and blah 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 I don't want her I don't want to go in there crying like a baby. So, 
over stuff that happened so long ago that it really doesn't even need to ruin anybody's trip. So, yeah, there's that. But, anyways, um, uh, I guess I will talk to y'all again later. I'm going to park right here. I guess I'll talk to y'all again later. Okay, bye. Hey, it's Angela the Blah Blah Blonde. Um, <clears throat> so, I'm done visiting my friend and... I just realized how hard it is sometimes for me to be in Rowlett, the city where my kids grew up. And, you know, I haven't talked to Daniel in, like, what did I say, 11 days? Which may not seem like very much to you, but I'm used to talking to him every single day, at least at least a couple of times a week, you know. And I'm very curious to how his progress is going and, you know, just if he's still in, in good spirits and stuff like that. But, oh, man. I mean, I hit every single memory that I have of them growing up um, in the last two hours. And I'm just, so I haven't really broke down and had a good cry since they put me on my second new medication. It's been doing really well. But tonight, tonight I just miss my kids, you know. And it's like, no matter what I do, I can't get in front of it. Um, and... I just, ugh, I don't know. I hate that because it's always whenever I have such a great day. It really, it's crazy. It's the craziest thing. I don't even understand it. But it's always whenever I have a really great day. And I don't know if it's survivor's guilt or if I feel bad because I'm happy and she's not here. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of everything. I don't know. I just know that my heart is broken tonight. And, you know, normally when it was it's really it's when it's this bad I can talk to Daniel and Daniel is my my peace and my you know my distraction my he calms me as crazy as that sounds because if you know Daniel he's all over the place usually but you know he calms me down he talks me down whatever whatever I need him to do he does it and he's great for that and like that and you know, but I've, I'm kind of glad that he can't call me because he needs to be working on his own journey. But it's just hard when, you know, the last 11 years you had this kid here and, you know, good, bad, or ugly, y'all were in it together. And now I just feel like I'm by myself. And it sounds so childish and immature. And I'm so proud of him. And I want him to continue doing good. I don't want him to try to come out I don't want him to worry about me I don't want him to do any of that I want him to get better and you know I just um I just feel so all alone you know and it's like here's the thing I don't want to reach out to people a lot of times because you know I mean this this is not something that just happened it's 11 been 11 years you know and and not that I'll ever get over it, but I certainly shouldn't shouldn't be this upset right after 11 years. I should be able to deal with this because it's not brand new and it's not like it's going to change. And I don't know. I know that no matter what, who I reach out to, nobody knows what to say to me. So what's the point? Um, I mean, what's the point, you know? I might as well just deal with my tears and my feelings right now and just get it all out and then just move on and, you know, and don't worry, I'm not isolating myself or anything. I'm just, I just, I don't want to, I don't want anybody else to worry about me. 
because I'm really doing really good and this is just you know one day one evening and it's really not that big of a deal it just I mean I just wish that I had someone that I that would just hold me while I cried and you know tell me that my feelings are um valid and that you know they understand and you know just let it out or whatever you know I mean I just wish I had my mama or my kids or my dad or you know somebody um but I'm gonna be a big girl and I'm in my neighborhood now so I'm gonna try to stop crying um I can't sit out in my car and talk to y'all because I have food for my roommates in my car so I have to get out and take their food in um I don't know I just maybe it's because I was talking about her a lot today and Daniel too to some people uh, that we met that are the situations are similar or whatever and I just wanted people to understand how relatable their situation is and you know I've done this week and this weekend I've done a lot of kind of peer counseling to outside people that you know I normally wouldn't have to do that to or people that I've just met which makes me feel good but at the same time you know it's like it always reminds me that I couldn't have save her and and I know that's not rational I believe me I know but that's the first thing that pops into my head it just is and you know I mean it, it doesn't stay there but it is definitely the first thing that pops up so but anyways thank you all for listening I love you and um, I'll talk to you again soon bye
uh, because their insurance runs out, which happens all the time before anybody's even ready. But, um, and she's trying to make it on her own and she's doing really good, but she has a couple setbacks here, there, and yonder. And, and what she's, what she's finding out is that everybody has, is messed up, you know, um, you know, she's, she's very, uh, the first few months, uh, the first few weeks when she got to the psych place, she never even, she wouldn't even talk to anyone. She didn't speak. She didn't say nothing. And, um, and then she got all the bandages off of her because she had cut her arm, both of her arms and both of her legs so badly that that's why they thought that she was trying to bleed out or whatever. But, um, anyways, I don't know. She just keeps talking about different ways that the pain feels good and so on and so forth. My daughter was a cutter. And I did not know that, uh, that she would, she was a cutter all through, you know, middle school and stuff and she just covered it up really well she did I don't think she cut much on her legs at first but she definitely cut all up and down her arms and uh, and you know she just said that that was the she couldn't control anything else but she could control that pain and that's that she that's why she did it because it was a relief I don't know how that how that works out but it never really I cut myself one time uh just so angry and yeah, I won't ever do that again because that stuff hurts. It didn't relieve any any of my internal pain. It just made me worse, you know. But I mean, that's just me. I'm not, you know, I don't even know what I was thinking when I did it. That's why I kind of chuckle about it. But I mean, it's not funny at all, and um, and it's not something that be taken lightly either. But um, yeah, it was just silly from that I did it because I I. I'm such a baby. I mean, I can take a lot of pain, but I'm such a baby about it most of the time that it's like, why are you even, why would you even think that you can do that? And so, um, that's why I kind of chuckled because it was like, so not me, but I just kept remembering, and this was after Taylor died. I just kept remembering Taylor saying that that was, you know, that that released her pain and da 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 da. And I was like, and I was in a really dark, bad down place. And, uh, and I was like, okay, let's just see. And I was like, oh my gosh, that hurts so bad. Like, that didn't help anything. And so, um, yeah, I guess it was the distraction I needed to pull myself back up. But yeah, that definitely happened. But um, anyways, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I just got off work. I'm tired. Um, but, you know. This girl has a lot going on, and, and, you know, there was, she was homeless for a while, she lived under an underpass and was, uh, was attacked, um, then there was, there was part of the time when her and her friends lived in this man's house, and the girls had the prostitute to pay their way, and she wouldn't do it, and so he beat her up pretty bad or something like that, and, you know, just different stories of life on the streets, and, and, and you know, whenever you've got, and, and they had, they all, her and her friends all had addictions, you know, either alcohol, drugs, whatever, and so, you know, I mean, she was abused at home before all that, and, uh, you know, there was just different things going on, so, um, but it's a really good, good, good book. It just puts me in the mindset of my daughter some, and then there's a then now there's a lady an art lady art teacher that has we find that has lost her son to overdose and uh you know i mean it's just i want to say it's hard to read 
but it's really not. It's a really well-written uh, book, and I mean, there's so much going on all the time, which I guess is kind of like life, but uh, you know, I don't have time to really get sad, but I do have time to kind of assess, you know, my life and, and, and all that. And, um, and I'm definitely, you know, thinking about Taylor a lot. And I'm thinking about, you know, like, I don't know. I just can't help wondering why she went to get help twice. And then she was just done getting help, you know, and, and why she would, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand that at all. Like, I don't know why she just didn't continue to get help but I guess I'll never know maybe it's not for me to know I just you know I feel like I just got her back and and then she was gone and I never got a chance to you know to go to that that place with my mom where we were just friends that that did things together and you know and were mother daughter and loved each other and me and Taylor had gotten to that point and then she was gone and I just, I, I just miss her, and, you know, um, there's just so many things that I would, would say to her, and maybe I did say, say, I mean, I feel like she, I knew, that she knew I loved her, and I, I do feel that, I hope, but I think maybe she just thought that she was too far gone, that no one could help her, and, you know, she didn't give she didn't give anybody or anything or any place a chance, really. I mean, you know, to 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 do that, and oh, it's just a it's just a lot. It's just a lot. But, anyways, um, I hope y'all are having a great Monday, and um, I will talk to you again soon. I'll let you know the name of that book and what that what. NSII stands for uh, that whatever the medical term is for cutting. But all right, I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Hey, it's Angela the blah blah blonde. So the book I'm reading is called Girl. <coughs> excuse me. Girl in Pieces by Kathleen Glasgow, and the the acronym I was trying to think of yesterday is NSSI non-suicidal self-injuring so anyways i'll touch base back again with y'all later i just wanted to give y'all that update like i said talk to you later thanks for listening bye hey it's angela the blah blah blonde <clears throat> so i finally finally got to talk to daniel today and he said that the place he's at is so disorganized and that there's not enough counselors for everybody and that they heard that the uh, the place had been sold in an auction and so we don't know what's going to happen but but he's planning on getting counseling once he gets out of there and and he's in a good state of mind and he's been doing some thinking and i think it's going to work i think it's going to help uh and i i think i already told y'all oh sorry excuse me i just got off work i'm so excited exhausted um I've been doing cans all week. <laughs> Canned vegetables. Yay! Lots of them, and they wear you out. But, um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, I think I already told y'all that all of his friends have gotten clean and sober and, and, and just, you know, which I think 
I don't know. I just kind of always had this feeling that once he got the ball rolling, that, that a lot of people would follow suit and, um, and vice versa. You know, as long as there was, there's always got to be one, right? And, uh, so yeah, so I'm happy for that. I've talked to a bunch of his friends from, um, from the old neighborhood, from, you know, way back when he's been friends with for a long time. Um, uh, one of his best friends, she lives in Colorado. I mean, I'm sorry, she lives in California and works at Yosemite and um and said she could get him a job you know they pay for housing and stuff and so you know that that's something i mean you know that maybe he could do um i don't know i'll just we'll just have to see what happens he's got a uh, still got a long ways to go uh as far as treatment and then the hap and then going to the 24 club and then after that whatever he's gonna do so you know <clears throat> But he's doing it. He's got plans, and I'm proud of him, and I'm so excited. He sounds so good. God, he sounds so good. I'm, I'm just, I missed my kid, you know? Like, every once in a while during his addiction, his his true self would pop through. But, man, he's one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, you know? And whenever he wasn't himself, then it was hard for me to be around him. And it broke my heart, but... I'm so happy that he's back. I'm just so, I mean, I, I, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled, I'm thrilled. I can't even, I can't even praise God enough for the blessings. I mean, I just am so, so blessed beyond measure. It's just crazy. Um, but, you know, uh, and he got to talk to his dad for a minute. Um, so that was good. Uh, I, uh, I, I know that, um, that he's going to be okay. I feel like he's going to be okay. Um, because he's determined to be, you know, and, and sometimes that's all it takes is just to get that in your head. You know, once you get past the hard part, the, the hardest part at the, at, at the first was the detoxing. And so once he got past that, you know, because that was the part that, that he hated. I mean, he's got a long ways to go in therapy. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I know a lot more, you know, there's, there's those of us that have been his path already. And so, you know, one of his friends, me, uh, you know, that one of his friends went through the exact same thing that he did and is going to do. So, <clears throat> you know, that just works out better because, you know, we can kind of pave the way for him and let him know what to expect or where to go or whatever happens and so on and so forth. <clears throat> I will tell y'all that the book I'm reading, completely off subject, the book that I'm reading, A Girl in Pieces, our girl in pieces whichever it is is good i mean it's kind of long but it is so good i keep thinking that i'm going to get bored with it but i'm just wrapped i mean i read whenever i can at lunch at you know <clears throat> at home instead of watching tv or whatever i'm reading my book because it is so so good this poor girl has been through it i mean she's been through it and she's just turned 18 in the book so it's not a true story of course but it is it could be it could be a lot of people's true story you know um but it, and if you have mental health issues i should tell you or if you're a cutter or you know anything like that it is going to trigger some things so you know proceed with caution um i'm sorry i didn't tell you all that before but yeah it uh it does have some triggering things in it and um so you know just do with that what you will but uh 
it's but it is a really really good book and if you don't have a cutter if you're not a cutter you don't know a cutter you've never heard of it or you don't understand it or whatever this book is really good at explaining you know kind of I get how I would imagine that that they feel or how I would how Taylor has told me you know in the past the how she felt and why she cut and all that so um, but anyways uh, what else was I gonna tell y'all oh so I've been I've been really thinking about my high school boyfriend here's why because we're still friends on Facebook we still interact some in messenger blah 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 whatever but for some reason our birthday's the same day and we've always told each other happy birthday since we were 16 years old we told each other happy birthday every year and he's missed the last two years and I'm about to just go off on him and ask him what the what the hell's going on because I don't understand you know how that just changes like I mean I know he's a drunk but that doesn't mean he forgets about stuff like that I mean duh it's on Facebook for one for two how could you forget that if you've been doing it since you were 16 you know I mean like I don't even understand it maybe I don't know I don't know what's going on, but, uh, but yeah, so I don't know. Then the other thing is there's another one of my exes that, the ex that devastated me the most, um, you know, we, we still talk all the time and, you know, like he's asked me before, like what I think went wrong. I've asked him that, you know, neither one of us really knows. Uh, and I just told him, you know, that, that. I told him whenever things started going wrong for me, but they had already been going wrong for him. And he claims he doesn't remember, and maybe he doesn't. And I feel like he doesn't because it was all just made up in his head. But that's just me. But, you know, I don't know. And I tried to define our relationship now, and it's just like, you know, there's there's really no way to define it. I mean, he acts like sometimes, like, I'm the one who broke up with him. Like, I'm the one who did him wrong. That's that's kind of the feeling I get sometimes. And other times, you know, it's, everything's cool, everything's the same, we're friends, blah, blah, whatever. But, you know, he gets a little melancholy, and so do I. Don't get me wrong. I do the same thing. But, I mean, he's the one who dumped me in such a heinous manner, you know. Like, of course I'm going to still hold on to stuff. I mean, I never knew what happened at all. And, uh, and, you know, whenever he was with the girl that he cheated on me with, and we were still, I was still trying to be friends with him before I just completely cut him off totally, you know, I'd asked him, you know, what's wrong with me? What the hell's wrong with me that, 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 that people would keep cheating on me, that this would keep happening to me, you know, what, you were my last source, so I need to know. And he was like, nothing, you're perfect. Okay, that's not true. But if it was, then why did you do what you did to me? You know, like... I mean, did you feel like you couldn't measure up, or, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, people are just so intricate and, and tricky, and what happens in somebody's brain is, you know, just whatever happens, and, and sometimes they don't know how to process that, and sometimes they don't understand it, and sometimes they don't like it, so they fight it, I mean, I'm guilty of all that stuff, but it's just interesting to me that, you know, it's just interesting to me that, you know, it would be that way because I, I don't know, maybe I just don't get it really, truly. So anyways, um, I don't know. That's just the stuff that's been rattling around in my brain 
the, this week probably, but I'll talk to y'all again soon. I'm at home now, so I'm going to get out the car and get my butt in the, in the house where it's cool. <laughs> I'll talk to y'all later. Thanks for listening. Bye.